All right. How we doing? Now I'm star Soul family. This your brother, Soul Brother 29, a.k.a. Two-Face in the Place. And I'm coming here today to, you know, talk about altars because I was instructed to do so. And I know what you're thinking. I'm going to say I was instructed to do so by my spirit. Nope, at wrong. I was instructed to do so by my instructor. And my spirit instructed me to follow her instructions. All right. All right. That's going to be the only joke that I said today. Nah, not really, but just sounded cool to say that. So, all right. And then we're going to talk about altars and the topic is just an introduction to altars and why I think altars are important and what's the purpose of altars and the meaning of altars in my life. All right. So, altars. They got a different type of altars. You know, they got altars in church. Anybody went to church, ever been to church before? I mean, that should cover both of them, hopefully everybody, but at one point in their life, we went to church, but got altars in church. The pastor sits on the preachers from the pulpit, and they have altars on the pulpit, in front of the pulpit, somebody around the pit tripping to, you know, Jesus Christ, but we ain't talking about that type of altar today. We're talking about ancestor altars. And the ancestor altar is an altar you create, a personal altar that you put your ancestors on, and you can, you know, give them offerings, gifts, so your appreciation is really like creating a portal. And, you know, we give... Thanks and appreciation to other, you know, deities, gods, religions, but we overlook our ancestors and, you know, our, your ancestors do a lot for you that we can't see, but, I mean, since I started dealing with the altars, I could tell the feel of changes in my life and I could tell that I'm getting assistance, but... So, you know, ancestor altar, the basic thing is, you know, you want to have all your elements, earth, wind, fire, water, the four elements of the physical plane, and spirit is another element, but that's a different topic and a whole nother, a different, you know, episode, lesson, whatever. So... You're dealing with the four elements, and these elements kind of activate your altar and your, your altar. You want to light a candle for represent fire, have a glass of water, represent water, a plant, some soil things of that nature to represent earth and light of incense to represent wind. And incense are two 
basically herbs rolled on a stick so it helps, you know, red off negative energy, bad energy, um, anything of the sort that might be attracted to your altar. So once you get those four elements, you know, you set them up, want to kind of form like a square and it's no right wrong way to do it got different people say different things but when you're dealing with your altar what you should be doing is really following your intuition and finding your soul because most of the time when our intuition is talking to us it's really being messages from you know high planes of existence coming from the answers to your higher self, different entities, but most of the time it's just, they're there to help, but we fear them because we were taught to fear them. And I'm here to say, you shouldn't be afraid of your ancestors. They are only here to help you, assist you in your journey to extending to higher planes of resistance. And you know, we sign contracts to come here and do certain things. And once we sign our contract to get here, we forget what we came here for and what we, you know, said we were going to do on the other side. But our ancestors remember those things. So, because they're still in contact with spirit realms and the spirit realm. So they can assist us and guide us to completing our mission on this 3D plane because from my understanding, I mean, I've been through the process before, but I can't remember anything. But still, from the understanding I have is that when we die, we go to the astral realm. And the astral realm is like dream world. Like when you go to sleep, you're basically in the astral realm. But when you're dead and you're in the astral realm, you can't come back to a physical body unless you incarnate into a new one. And if you don't complete your mission, what you said you wanted to do, basically you're going to have to come back into another body till the mission is complete. And every time we come back, we forget what the, we even forget what the mission even is. We forget that we even own a mission. And our ancestors are there to remind us that we are on a mission, remind us of that mission and help and assist us with that mission. So, and by us completing our mission, we're giving our ancestors energy, helping them complete their mission because their mission is to assist us. So if we're successful, they're successful, vice versa. If we're not successful, then they're not successful in completing their mission. So you kind of want to, you know, try to communicate with your ancestors, 
ask them to get signs or something. Some people more intuitive could, you know, contact the ancestors directly. Some people are, are you know, are mediums where, you know, they really had conversations with the ancestors. Some of us are not. But from my experiences, I know if I ask my ancestors for something, they are, most of the time, they're going to deliver it by the best means necessary. So, I know when I get something, when I get some information, it's because, you know, I requested not asking or begging because, you know, us in the spiritual community, we don't beg. And praying is almost like a form of begging. So I said, I request, tell my ancestors what I want. And most of the time, I get it if it's going to benefit me. Some things I ask for, like they know it won't benefit me and I probably won't get it. But I'm not tripping. It's okay. It's cool. It is what it is because I know my ancestors always have my best interests at heart. And they could see things I can't see. They know what's going on. I really don't know what's going on. It's like we think we can see and we're moving around, but really you're blind, you're bumping into things that you think you won't. When you know the whole um, grand scheme of things, you'd be trying to complete your mission and move on to sin. And I think that's what the ancestors help us with most. And the thing it is about it is they really can't help until you request help. They could want to help. They could cheer for you and they could root you, root you on. But until you request help or want help, they really can't help. And Doing the ancestor altar is one of the things that I think helps us, help our ancestors help us. And like I say, once again, I just, you know, go over the things that we should have on our altars, like water. Uh, you put water, represent water. Plants or soil to represent earth. Um, candles to represent fire and air to represent incense. And like I say, you want to put a picture of your ancestors. If you don't have a picture, you can write their name on a piece of paper. That's what I do. All the ancestors, I don't have pictures of. Just write their name on a piece of paper. And when I'm meditating and things, you know, I feel their presence. They feel my presence. But like, Things, other things you should put on the altar, like things your ancestors like, you know, their favorite alcohol, they did tobacco products, try to find the closest thing to what they would have, you know, products they would use when they were here. So, just, and you could do candy, you know, fruits. Just personal items that used to belong to your ancestors is really no 
set way, like no wrong way. There are a few do's and don'ts that you should know. And like I said, it's just an introduction video. I won't go in depth, but I go over a few things. Like where you want to place your altar is basically anywhere in the house, especially common area, but you want to put a quiet, the quietest area within that common area. And you don't want to put them in your bathroom or your bedroom and personal spaces now. With closets, if you got a closet big enough and you could dedicate that to your ancestor altar, yeah, do that. But don't, you don't want to put them in closet where you got people in and out traffic constantly. Might have to constantly change things around to, you know, have space for the altar. But that shouldn't be an issue because you should have your own altar space and nothing else if not much else if you still got to put something in this altar space. So, you know, and some people put give food if they got the ancestors' favorite meal or something they cook. They might put food on the altar. And that's cool. That's no... Thing, but you just want, you don't want anything to go bad on the altar. You don't want to leave it on the altar until it spars. So 24 hours at the most once you set it up there, then you could get rid of it, discard of it properly. But I'm missing out. Well, I mean, I'm missing out a few things. I could go talk for hours about this topic, but we don't have hours so that was basically a just a rundown of altars like what is an altar why i think altars are important what type of things we should have on our altars and like i said if get a lot of feedback people be interested i might do go a more in-depth video about what are altars and things you should do and don't. But that's a basic thing about altars. And if you want to know more about altars, they got a lot of videos about um, altars online. So just, hey, just do your research. And, I mean, if you contact me, I'm always here to help. If you can contact me at clay0115 at gmail.com. So other than that, hope you learned something from, you know, my love introduction to altars and just, 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 just try it and meditate on it and talk to your ancestors. And, you know, it's, it's really cool when you start seeing results and you be like, oh, no, I know my ancestors did that. Things start happening, and it's really cool. So, I mean, if you're open-minded, looking for cool experience, I think everybody should be have some kind of order, but, you know, to ease his own. But 
Until next time, family, soul, family, physical family, namaste. See y'all on the fourth dimension. Peace out. Love y'all.